Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I believe that God wants His children to grow spiritually and to develop a prayer life and to develop a faith life until they could stand on their own two feet. I don't believe He wants us to be spiritual babies all of our lives. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans, in one of her books, and I, I, I really wish that her books were still in print. They're all out of print now, but I've enjoyed them, I suppose, as much as any, and have given them away and sold them and as much as any other books. But Dr. Yeomans made this statement in one of her books. In her ministry, she said, for, for she would have healing classes. And oftentimes in the daytime in her revival meetings, she'd have what she called healing classes, teaching on the subject of divine healing. And she made this statement. Maybe not just word for word, but this is the essence of it. She said, I just become angry sometimes. Well, really, she said, I don't know whether I just get angry or whether it's my righteous indignation that gets stirred up. She said, when we're studying the Word of God on such an important subject as healing for the body, which should be important to every Christian, as I teach these classes, sometimes she said, folks will sit there, and you can tell they're not paying a bit of attention to the Word what I'm saying. They'll thumb through the songbook or stare off in space. Some of them will sit there and look out the window. Some of them, she said, will even sit there and chew the chewing gum. And she said, I've never figured out whether I just get mad myself, you know, or whether it's my righteous indignation that gets stirred up. And the same people then want you to pray the prayer of faith for them to deliver them. But they don't want to do anything themselves. Well, thank God many have been helped, not because of it, but in spite of it. But my brother, sister, I believe that God wants his children to grow spiritually. Peter, anointed by the Holy Spirit, or we might say it another way, the Holy Spirit through Peter said... To desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. God wants us to grow. I believe that God wants his children to grow spiritually, and to develop a prayer life, and to develop a faith life, until they could stand on their own two feet. I don't believe he wants us to be spiritual babies all of our lives. I remember several years ago, my wife and I were attending a convention. Well, really just a fall Bible conference a couple of days. We went down from our church. We were pastors at the time, some 100, 120 miles to attend this convention. And, and the pastor said to me, because this church where we had this Bible conference every fall, they would provide places for the ministers to stay. 
and their wives. And so the pastor said, Brother Hagin said, there's a young couple here in our church that requested that you stay in their home. Well, we inquired who, and we found out, of course, this young lady had been a member of a church we had pastored one time. She's married at this time. And so we stayed in their home. Now, uh, the, the next morning after the night service and the first day of the convention, the next morning as we talked, they said, we want you to pray for our child. They're just a baby, a few months old in the home. This child was born with a hernia or a rupture. And so we prayed. Now, it didn't disappear instantly, but it disappeared. It started going away, and in a matter of time, it was gone. The baby was healed. Praise the Lord. But this girl said, Helen said to my wife and I, said, now, you know, I, I know I was a member of your church just as a teenager. You was my pastor for just a little while, uh, not, not, uh, not even, well, about a year, actually. And I, I knew, I, I got a hold of something there as a teenager. I know you, you've taught faith and healing. And I married my husband. He's a member of this church here, which was a full gospel church. But said, uh, and they'd been married several years. Said, but uh, i tell you the truth about it. Said, I don't understand it now. It looks to me like, she said, that Christians ought to grow spiritually and ought to grow in faith and ought to be able to trust God after being a Christian for 30 years more than they could when they was just a young Christian. But she said it's the other way around in our church. Said all the old Christians, none of them ever get healed, including the pastor. I don't mean this wrong, she said. I'm saying it in the spirit of the law. But they, none of them ever gets healed. The only people that ever gets healed in our church some of we young folks. All of the older said there's not a person above 30 years of age ever gets healed in our church. All of them go to the doctors or go to hospitals or operate dogs, and that's all that people have to. We're not opposed to that. But the point she was making was this. She said, I don't know, my husband, I talked to him, and I said, now who would we get to pray for this child of ours? We believe God will heal this rupture. The doctors won't operate on it. Now operate on six, seven-month-old baby, you see. But they won't operate on that baby. But said, we believe God can heal this rupture or hernia. And not only we believe he can, but we believe he will. But sat down. I, I don't mean this wrong, but said, I, I don't, we, we just, we talked about it. We didn't have any confidence in anybody's prayers in the whole church. Some of we young people, we sort of prayed together ourselves and tried to claim a little something, but said, we said, who's going to do the praying? Nobody else getting anything. But she said, I told him, now I was in Brother Hagin's church, this, this, they're coming to this prayer conference, I know they are, and, and, and let's get them to stay in our home, and let's get Brother Sister Hagin to pray, and, and said, uh, that thing will go. And it did, it disappeared. Praise the Lord. But the point I wanted to get over to is that young lady made a point. She said, it looks to me like that Christians ought to develop and ought to grow, and the older they get, they ought to be able to do more praying for themselves. Then they can help others. They ought to be able to do more believing in God. They ought to have more faith. It ought to be easier. But she said instead of it getting easier, it looks like it's getting harder. Now, isn't that about the way it is? I mean, that's sort of a true picture, isn't it? Well, now, why is it? Why is it? It isn't getting harder because people have done what I'm talking about here tonight, put God's word first. It's because they failed to do it. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, I, I would be concerned if I didn't know more about praying and if I didn't have more faith today than I did 30 years ago, I'd be greatly concerned about myself. Well, I'll tell you, in this day in which we live, and I, I would become fearful. Well, I, I wouldn't know what might happen to me. But thank God, we can walk with God. And we can walk with His Word. And His Word can be more real to us today than it was last year. And our prayers, we can learn how to pray until our prayer, prayers can be more effective this year than they were last year. And our faith can be greater this year than it was last year. And God can be more real to us today than He was last year. And I believe He will be if we'll do what He said here. My son, attend to my words. Man shall not live by bread alone, Jesus said, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. As I said, I believe God wants his children to grow spiritually. I believe that God wants every child of God to develop and to grow up spiritually, that he's no longer a spiritual babe, and that he have to depend on somebody else to do his praying for him, somebody else to exercise faith for him, somebody else to get his healing for him, but that he could stand on his own two feet, bless God, until if he was the only Christian left in the world he'd make it praise the Lord he'd know what to do he'd know what to do he'd know what to do well he said here attend to my words that means put my words first that means give my word your undivided attention that means other things out other things out my word in praise God And then secondly, he said, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Incline thine ear. Open your ears, he said, to my sayings. Open your ears to God's word. Too many times you can tell people what the word of God said, instead of opening their ears to God's word, they close the ears to God's word and open their mouth to say, yes, but. Amen. Amen. Well, my brother, sister, the word of God said, but let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Did you ever read that in the Bible? It's in there. How many of you know it's in there? Yeah, praise God, most of you do. Well, I think most all of us practice that, uh, except most folks practice it in reverse. They're slow to hear and quick to wrath and quick to speak. That's not what he said. He said, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Well, that's not out of line here, because he said, incline thine ear. If you're quick to hear, you're inclining your ear. Now, incline thine ear to what? To my sayings. Open your ears to what God has to say. Well, to open your ears to what God has to say means sometimes you have to close them to what somebody else has to say. Somebody said, well, I, I, I know, but I just don't understand it. 
But did you know that God didn't ask us to understand his word? All he asked us to do is to believe it. I don't understand how a lot of things work, but thank God they do. Praise the Lord. And they work because we believe. We couldn't just, you couldn't just give people from the natural standpoint uh, an explanation of just how the new birth works. And just how, because of believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and receiving him as your Savior and confessing him as your Lord, that you were born again. And just how the Spirit bears witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. But thank God you know it. And you couldn't just understand and tell somebody and explain to someone just how that a person's filled with the Holy Ghost and speaks with other tongues, but thank God you can and you do. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag, and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book Seven Hindrances to Healing mini-book, The Executing the Basics of Healing book, all three by Ken Hagen, plus Keys to Scriptural Healing, Slimline book, and the book God's Word on Divine Healing, and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagen, all for the incredible bargain price of $19.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Crusades this month, August 25th through the 28th at Trinity Assembly. Yeah. And that is in All Good, Tennessee. Yeah, y'all so. come on out. Everybody over in that Tennessee area, come on out and be with us. That's it's going right. to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, God's Medicine. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.